Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. Well, we're here today with our chairman of the Putnam County School Board, Sandra Gilliard. And Sandra, it is truly a pleasure for you to be here and really been looking forward to talking to you. You and I go way back, don't we? Way back, yes. Yeah. And thank you for the invite. Yes, yes. I know there's a lot of people out there that want to hear from you and a lot of the stuff in not only in your business life, but your personal life and, you know, really what makes you go. And, and you, you're really a pillar of the community. People really respect you. And I just want people to learn more about what makes Sandy Gilliard tick. Well, and, I appreciate that. And I'm humbled. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sandy. And just tell me, give me a little bit of background or give our listeners a background for those that don't know you. Tell me about your background your personal or whatever you want to share and your educational background and you know what's got you to where you are today if you don't mind sharing that i am a product of putnam county not the district's product <laughs> of putnam but i was born in new jersey but i was conceived in florida my my parents are migrant workers and so during the time that I was to be born, we were in New Jersey harvesting potatoes, and my mother gave birth to me on October the 30th, a day before Halloween, many years ago. And so uh, with that background, we would get back in school. School then started after Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Now, you all aren't old enough to know that, but all schools used to start after Labor Day, and my grandmother would bring us home for school because education has always been important in our family. And she and my grandfather would bring us home for school and the children would go to school and my parents would stay up and pick the apples and then they would come home. Um, and I was educated first. My elementary education was in East Palatka, at East Palatka Elementary School. Then I went to at that time, we were segregated, so I went to Central Academy High. I went there from 7th grade to 10th uh, grade, and then 11th grade, they uh, integrated the schools, and I went to Palatka South, which was Beasley, mm -hmm. then became CeeLo, and now it's our uh, district web for a hub, rather, for, for meeting places. Uh, I graduated with the class of 71. I came out, went to New Jersey with my parents that summer to harvest potatoes, and it was time for me to come home and, and start my college career. I came home and went to St. John's for one trimester. They were called trimesters mm -hmm. back then. I'm dating myself, but that's okay. They were called trimesters, and I stayed there one trimester, caught an aunt back to New Jersey with my parents because I felt that wasn't for me. And then my father used to pick the oranges for George Curry's Grove, well, actually for his fruit market. He would pick them in his all of George Curry's groves and, and place them there at the fruit market, all of the fruit. And I remember uh, Alicia Asia, which is Cynthia Asia's sister, we were picking oranges together. I would go up the tree and drop the oranges down, and she would pick them up uh, off the ground as I dropped them. 
And I can remember in one of those ceiling trees, and they call them ceilings because they look like they reach the ceiling and you can look over into heaven. And I was up that tree and I asked God, I said, it, it has to be something better for me. I, it some, has to be something different. And that's when we decided, the two of us went to Florida A&M together. That's amazing. Yes. Wow. And you recall that experience? And I used to work oranges too back in the day. Oh, man. Boy, it would, and I'd wash them and I just remember it would uh, make my hands raw from that acid and all that. But So yeah. tell me from there, you went to Florida A&M. Yes, sir. So tell, kind of give me the... Uh, the rest of the story, okay. your educational journey. Okay, I went to Florida A&M um, in 72, it was, because I graduated in 71, lost a year. Well, not lost a year. I had a year to gather myself and to decide that, you know, mm -hmm. I needed something else to do. And so we were in New Jersey, and it was time for me to come back to school to Florida A&M. My first uh, semester there, my parents gave me uh, pretty much every penny they had, and sent me home on the bus. And my brother drove us up to, to Florida A&M to get started for school. And I was fortunate enough, God fixed it so that my aunt, Dr. Lilla Holsey, was at Florida State working on her, her doctorate degree. She had uh, earned a fellowship grant, Ford Fellowship grant. And it was so interesting how God placed her instead of closer to the campus where she would be going to school. He placed her on Okaloosa Street at FAMU's campus. I could walk across Okaloosa Street and be on A&M's campus. <laughs> he placed her there. So she allowed me to live with her two years free of charge. Oh, wow. So I majored in elementary education. Uh, I worked hard got good grades, and back then they used to have what they call racetrack performance. In other words, if you made all A's, that was racetrack performance. You hit the trifecta, I guess, or whatever, <laughs> and they would pay for your next set of classes. Oh, wow. And several times that happened because my parents did not have the money, and my aunt was doing what she could, and my parents would give us groceries when I would come home on the weekend. Uh, I would come home every Friday. I was a mama's girl. They they gave me the best car and they would give me gas money and I would come home Friday evening. I never got blocked out of a class at Florida A&M because I took all the early classes because all other students would sleep in. I had all the early classes. So on Friday, we could hit the road and Get come back start. home. Yes, sir. And then on Sunday, we would head back out and go back. To, and I keep saying we because my brother and Lynn Roberts, we would head back to to uh, Tallahassee. And all my parents said they were asking of me is that I get good grades. And mm -hmm. so that was my gift back to them for them sacrificing wow. for me. What so I majored story. in elementary education and I came home, went to several interviews and, and I would question myself as to why and, and try and get ideas where they didn't like you because of this, that, and the other. And then finally said, no, that's not where God wants me. I had gone to uh, James A. Long. I knew that was where he wanted me. Nope, wasn't there. I ended up at Kelly Smith Elementary School, and I stayed there for 17 years. Wow. 17 great years. I taught fifth grade. Uh, I got a chance to share, as uh, they used to call them, lever chairs. I was a, a grade lever chair person. I mean, just some great people. I met great families, great students, and that began uh, my journey in education, uh, meeting some great people, uh, having people to invite me to 
to do things and being invited to children's homes to have dinner with their family, being invited to their games. And I made it a point to go to build relationships with those students and with those parents. And even today, I see some of the students that are now parents themselves and some even grandparents, and they will introduce their children to me. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Just uh, it's, seeing them grow. And... Yes, it's the relationships. It, it makes the difference. And, and I tell my family and anybody that would listen, the key to success and happiness is finding what you can do and giving it your very best and you'll never work a day in your life. And I let them know that I'm in Putnam County by choice, not by chance. I'm here because I chose to be. I put myself in a position where I could have been someplace else. But this is where I want it to be. Well, our community, our community is much richer because you made that decision. I, I, I thank really you for appreciate that. it. I thank you. And that. I know over the years you you served as an administrator in schools. Yes, sir. And uh, all over the county, but uh, most recently, you are the chairman of the Putnam County School Board. Yes, sir. I am. And uh, talk to me about your current role as school board chairman and just uh, you know how you feel you are contributing to the educational system in that way. You contributed as a teacher that you mentioned, as a school-based administrator. Uh, how, how does your current role, how do you see you contributing? I see myself contributing in my current role as being a mediator, being aware, being knowledgeable of everybody's strength I can tell you what every board member brings to the board and how to balance that to keep us focused on what is for the good of our, our district, of our students first, our district and our parents. And I embrace their, their giftedness, if you will, for lack of a better word, that strength, that skill that they bring. Uh, I can tell you if I want to know something about the latest uh, in in, in politics that and how it deals with the school, I know which board member to go to. If I want something legally explained or understood or thinking that question would be asked, I know which board member to go to. The ones I know that are compassionate about the schools and the programs in the schools, I know which ones to go to. And those, and every one of them love their children and grandchildren. And so uh, staying informed, being abreast, uh, meeting with you only when it's necessary because if we meet with you too much, then it loses some of what it would have. We're in, if I'm always in your face, then it's just to you like another meeting. But if I'm there and you know that it's something important, I have your, uh, I believe I have your undivided attention. So well, um, I appreciate those comments. And, and, you know, just in the last several years, there's been a lot of polarization, just, you know, there's been a lot of uh, upheaval in a lot of school boards and, um, you know, some people on the far right, some on the far left and some far out there and, and uh, just kind of knocking heads with each other and, and their superintendent. Kind of give me an idea if you had to explain the workings of our school board with each other and maybe your relationship with the superintendent. How would you explain that to somebody who's not familiar with us? I would have to say, uh, in light of especially 
being knowledgeable of what's going on in some of the districts around and hearing some of the things that are occurring. And I think to myself, the fact that we understand what they taught us in that very first school board meeting. We understand our lane. Mm -hmm. And that's the way she said it. We understand that I can't say something of my own and say that that represents the board. It, it doesn't, it has to be. And so to not take the attitude that it's my way or no way, we, we compromise, we listen. And even if we disagree, we still respect each other's opinion and believe that that person thought that this was for the good of our students, our district. Uh, some have gotten this position and fail to realize that we are a governance board. We, we take care of policy. It is your job as the superintendent to take care of personnel. If an employee came to us, we, all of us, because I've heard it said on the board, we refer them to the one that you appointed in the district that is over that particular area. So if every man, woman, boy, girl, whomever, understand their role mm -hmm. and that we are as strong as our weakest link, and if we work together as one, we can get it done. I can't change anything. We have to get rid of I. It takes a we and an effort on all of our parts. So Sandy, uh, and you and I worked together on the board. You were elected in what year? Um, uh, we, we, the same, same year, time. 90, I mean, uh, 2016, 2016, yes. so we came on together. So we have a lot of, uh, shared experiences, but what is one thing that probably in your mind is probably the biggest achievement of us working together? And that's kind of a loaded question, but no, what, no. what's something you can really <laughs> refer back to and say, you know what? I'm really I proud of that. I can refer back to the guardian program. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. That was a heated one. Uh, people had visions of people packing guns coming in and, and children being threatened and parents being threatened and guns getting into the hands of uh, people that might have disorders or, or whatever the case might be. And until they began to listen, I mean, it was heated. Board meetings were oh, heated yeah. to the point where things were said that should not have been said. And, and we pushed through because you and the sheriff believe within your heart that this would help and make a difference. It was a shortage and still is a shortage of law enforcement officers. Mm -hmm. It is. It is still a shortage of teachers and, and everything, a shortage of pretty much everything in the educational arena. But when you come up with programs, that sole purpose is to do what it's intended to do. And the sole purpose of the Guardian program was to provide and fill in those gaps where we couldn't have resource officers and to, to take care of the safety of our students and our employees. And so we got it done. And as you have stated many times, and I don't blame you, I keep saying it, that other schools are adopting that model. They see that it is working and when I'm walking in San Mateo past Brown and Pierce, I told you several times, I read that sign. And that sign, anybody that reads it sends a message. Don't mess with our kids. Right. You don't know who's packing in our schools. And so that was, to me, that was monumental. 
That and, was monumental. And I will agree with you 100% because it was very divisive, very polarizing. Sure. But I really appreciate the fact our community came together, our school board came yes. together and said, you know what, this this is something we need to do. Yes. And um, it really brought out a lot of the underlying issues, but we did it. Yes. And it, to me, it really talks about the level of trust uh, that our community has for our school district, our school board. Yes. So on that question. If I was in church, I'd be saying amen. So I just have to say <laughs> yes, yes. But, but I agree with you. I agree. So on the issue of trust, uh, what, what role do you think the school board plays in promoting that positive image of our district and building trust among our parents, our students, and the whole community? We have to say what we mean and mean what we say. We have to guard our tongues when we are out in the grocery stores, when we are in church, when we are in any social setting, because we are part of the board, people assume that we have the inside scoop and that whatever we say is the gospel. So we need to make sure that even if I disagreed with something, I could say, but it is for the good of our students. Right. So, so if we are not, sharing things that are negative, then it will not uh, kind of make people think, ah, things are not. And, and, and if we're all saying the same thing, I mean, truly believing it, I'm not saying we're robots, but if we're all saying we're doing what we believe is in the best interest of our students of this district and our employees, um, and that's it. And even if we disagree with you, when we do it respectfully and say, okay, you know, but it's still what we feel is in the best interest. Well, another example of that trust that I, I tell people is the fact that we were able to pass a $300 million bond oh, issue in yes. the heat of an economic downturn. And to me, it just, I'm very humbled by our community that they entrust us yes. to do that. Yes. And uh, I think a lot of people were surprised with the outcome. but. Yeah. You know, so we do have an obligation of transparency and making sure we do what we say we're going to do. And I can't believe. And that. when people value your opinion and when you don't keep things hidden, I mean, you can go to our website and find out any and everything pretty much that's going on yep. in our district. And, and, and you're making it readily available to, to them. And you're going out, you're meeting the public, you're doing community forums, you're allowing people to ask questions. And then uh, there's been like a decrease in the number of people that are attending. But that says to me, right now I trust you. And as long as you're doing what you say you're going to do, I trust you and I don't have to keep coming and watching you like a, a, a hawk. But if you do something to, to, to take away from that trust. Mm -hmm. I'll start showing up at the meeting. I'll harass you. I'll do this. I'll do that. But when people trust you, yeah. they sit back. I won't say complacent, but they say, okay, let them do their job because they have shown they have earned our trust. We value what we say. We know that their interest is in our students. And we take, we don't take that lightly. Yeah, yeah you can't. It's a, it's a very humbling experience, but we got to make sure that we continue to build that trust. And yes, sir. And and you you as chairman, you stress that, and you make sure that meeting, you know, really sm uh, flows smoothly, and that people are able to be yes, heard. Yes, sir. So I, I certainly appreciate that. You know, we often hear about, we talk about education, the power of education. But 
we often hear about teachers who've made a significant impact on their students. Can you recall a teacher from your days? Yes, sir. That you you could just give us an example of somebody who's had a major impact on you? Carolyn Tooley Atkins. That was my sixth grade teacher at East Palaka Elementary School. When we got back from upstate, as we called it, off the season, they grouped us. You were a red bird, blue bird, or black bird. First, the red bird. Group two was the blue bird, and the black bird, of course, was the group three. And so we would start out, because we got there, I would start out as a black bird, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a black bird, but I knew I was better than that. And Miss Atkins gave me the opportunity. She saw something in me, and she kept pushing me and pushing me. And at the end of the year, a little promotional exercise, she gave me a speech. And I can remember portions of that speech today. And, and it says about at East Balaka Elementary School, I can uh, remember seeing students that were crying and holding on to their mothers, et cetera, et cetera, and how that school prepared us. Even though she had written it, I got the chance to, to share it. But she saw that in me and believed in me. And, and I just took to her. I liked the way she dressed. And so, of course, you, 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 you see how I dress yeah. when I come to the meetings. Uh, she was a Zeta which is the service sorority, I pledged Zeta. She was a Christian woman. I mean, I, I was eaten up with Miss Atkins, and she just died. Her son came through our system. Her husband taught in our system, Marsha Atkins. He was yeah. our English teacher, yes. Mm -hmm. She taught here first, but she had a son that was uh, born uh, with some physical disabilities. He was over at either Taka Charlie or one of the mm -hmm. Sunnyland. He was at Sunnyland. Right. And and so she moved to be closer to him, sure. but uh, just buried her less than a year ago. Wow. And I had to go and tell her son, Mark, which graduated from Palaka High. I just had to tell him what his mother did in my life. She made me believe in myself that it didn't matter what bird I was. Yes, that's amazing. That I was important. And, and so it just... And her legacy lives on through you, doesn't it, Sandy? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. You better bet. And, you know, that's as educators, we, we can always see those. Sometimes we can. Sometimes we don't know. We, we've invested in students that we may not see the, the outcome. But on the other hand, do you see any former students uh, who you think you've made an impact? I, mean, I know you've made an impact on a lot of them, but have you had any come back to oh, you man. and say, yes, sir. I know you have, but yes, anybody sir. stand out in particular? Joni McGowan. Well, she was a McGowan. She's married now. I don't know. I don't know Joni's uh, married name, but her maiden name was uh, McGowan. Um, she has mentioned to me, "I'm teaching because of you." you know? Oh wow! And so several others, but you know, I I, I fell in love every year. I, I'd cry when those leave me in June. Now, not all of them, but the majority. When they left, I'd cry, but it was some. <laughs> Praise God, they're gone. But, um, um, and then that new group that I would get, yeah. I'd be nervous and, and say, oh, my God, here we go again. But And you know some of those rascals that you talk about? Oh, they come back later. They've grown up a little bit. And yeah. uh, yeah. they say, hey, look at me now. Yeah. So. 
That's that's kind of cool. That's why you don't write them all, but yeah. you just say thank God they're gone. But you don't write them all. Well, I have to I have to say a personal story, and you know what I'm about to say. But I actually, you and I, you prepared me for my first administrator job. I remember that Kelly Smith. I came to your room in my room, and, and you we helped sat. Me, you helped me practice for the interview and. I'll just say I probably wouldn't be sitting right now if it wasn't for Sandy. You, you would have, you would have done it. But I, I just felt you were a great fit for Kelly Smith. Uh, that's my heart. Oh, that yeah. was where I got my I start. Spent some time there and too. I trained five principals. <laughs> I trained five. You, you know, but uh, that was in my heart. Yeah. And and it still is. You, you, you they're just some a lot of good memories. You. Yes, sir. Yes. And sir. I worked with Dove Laney there, and yes. Doug was a great man. Yeah, best man in my wedding, Tell and you know he he left us yeah. going on uh, just finished seven years ago. Now yeah. you talk about uh, Doug and what he did for for you when when he knew that I was aspiring to become an administrator. Mm -hmm. He spoke with uh, Jerry Malosh, oh, superintendent yeah. at that time, mm -hmm. and he covered my classroom. He covered my classroom while I went and met with her to oh. tell her my goals, my aspirations, and he did that. He well, did that. Well, Doug had an immeasurable had impact on my oh, life, Oh, a big too. heart. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, a couple other questions. Um, I know these are kind of fun things, and what are some fun and unique community events or school traditions in our district that foster that sense of school spirit and unity among students and families? All right. <laughs> I, I knew I knew you wanted that one. I've been waiting for that one. Uh, I've been the voice of the Junior Varsity Panthers since uh, Coach McCool days, and it's funny how we how I got to do that job. Uh, Mrs. Malosh had summoned me to come from uh, Aquil. I was assistant principal there, and I'd fallen in love with them, and I didn't want to come, but she she saw fit. And it ended up being the right move. So, so well, you I'm, went to the high school. Yes, yes, because had I not gone, I, I would not have been able to be the principal at Price Middle School because I didn't have that secondary training. Sure. But anyway, so it was a great thing. So she did an awesome thing there. But at the time, I didn't think so. And so I went <laughs> there, and it was during the summer, thank God. And, and so uh, Coach McCool made an effort. He kept trying to get me to smile, to talk, to do things. And so he said, well, what do you like doing and what do you want to do I said I want to be a Monday night football announcer Mike uh, uh, Michael Gifford uh, Deardorff uh, Fra and Frank, Frank, Gifford Frank Gifford and, and Deardorff Dan Dan yeah yeah they were the ones and so he said oh so you can announce football I said yeah I can do it he said all right you're gonna do JV I said oh lord and then I, uh, Coach Smith took me on as his assistant coach uh, of, of the uh, girls' um, softball. softball team. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Oyster was one of our yeah. players uh, yeah. on the team. It was just great. And the funny story there, it was cold and raining. And Coach Smith had me doing first base, coaching mm. first base when right. we were up the bat. And I took my umbrella out there, and the fisher <laughs> came and told me, you can't have But anyway, you know, so you learn. But but I started announcing those games, and I would get so into it. And I, any young man that was near the ball, I would call out his name so that that kid parent could hear yeah. his name being called. That's and, great. And, 
and and I would get so excited and touch down Panthers or Palatka. <laughs> and it, it was just me. And and even to this day, I still announce. So how many years all together have you been doing? Uh, in it, uh, I exceed 25 years. I tried to count up. It's like 27 or 8 wow. years I've been doing it. That's amazing. And I just love it. And Linda Oliver, we get up in there and we do, we just have fun. And uh, one play, Coach McCool had to call me and he said, nah, it wasn't anything profane. But um, uh, I said, uh, Panthers are looking at first down by as much as a, a, a the foot of a big man or a big man's foot or something like that, I said. <laughs> but anyway, it, it was all it was all good. It was all in fun. Oh, that's great. And and I, I, I just I just love it. And and the only thing that that I had asked Coach McCool that I could do that he denied me, I wanted to come down on the field and call a play. And he wouldn't let me call a play, but that he drew the line, didn't he? He drew the line. Wouldn't <laughs> let me send in a play. I, I knew what I wanted to do, but he would not let. Well, if you you know you and I know, both know Coach McCool pretty good, and he kind of mellowed out in those last few years, so you might have caught him at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sandy, if you could uh, participate in one school event or activity right there alongside students, what would it be, and why? It would be one of two things. Uh, well, with sports, I, I, I'd like to shoot a three-pointer on any team. It could be the Rams. It could be the Panthers. It could be uh, the Raiders. It doesn't matter. I just want to shoot a three in a game. <laughs> or score a touchdown and get into the end zone and do my dance. Yeah, if I could do that. And, and, a, and a more serious note, I'd like to just, I enjoyed when I would get an invitation at uh, Interlock and High, Mr. Bowling one time invited me to be uh, one of the speakers at their uh, graduation uh, ceremony. I would stand there with the students and share words of wisdom. Definitely. So I do it through churches now, baccalaureates, but that those are the things I like doing, encouraging students and making them believe in themselves. Well, for anybody that's heard you, it is truly an inspiration. And, you know, you definitely have the gift of uh, sharing. And I it's just in my to, heart. I just want to personally thank you for your, your friendship and your guidance. And you truly are one of my heroes. And, <laughs> um, and I, I really mean that. And having you across there on the board, chairman of the board really means a lot to me because I, there's a sense of peace there, and, and you definitely bring that. Well, I, I love it. I enjoy doing it, and it's my desire, but I, I wait for the will of God. Well, that's I appreciate you sharing that. And yes. by the way, being the, the school board chair, you know, it's pretty demanding. I mean, you're, you're dealing with a lot of personalities like you're talking about. You go through that. I know you read and you take notes on that agenda, you know, very detailed notes, and I appreciate your being prepared so you can make those decisions. But with all that going on, how do you balance that with just your personal life, having fun and relaxation? And what do you do when you're not involved in school board stuff? Uh, my daddy loved people. He, he would plant a garden and rarely did he eat what he planted, not because it wasn't good, but he would share it with the community, greens, uh, uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, whatever he grew. And he had the best 
oranges and orange trees, and he would give give those away. And every Sunday he would cook Sunday dinner until his sight failed him. And then I took over his legacy. And to this day, I still cook. The whole family comes in, we eat, we laugh, we talk, some get theirs to go. Um, just, just keeping my daddy and my mama's legacy alive, I do that. Uh, also, just just community minded. I, I I will turn three scores in ten, October thirtieth is it's, if it's God's will. And on the twenty eighth of October, I'm doing a block party, not a birthday party, a block party. And I I'm going to have food and, and and drinks, games, fun. I just want to say to my community, I thank God what he's done awesome. and, and for where, where he's placed me. So so that's my plan and that's what I'm working on. And the members of my church, they're supporting me and, and working with me to get it done. And uh, I'm making flyers. I'm telling you all so that if, and you don't have to stay, you don't have to bring a gift. Just, just come by and just, you know, just look at me. What well, God has blessed me to be. And I'm sure people right now are probably Googling three scores and 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the biblical promise. And that's why I'm thanking God for his three scores and 10. Yeah, that's awesome. October 30th will give it to me. That's but awesome. I'll, I'll celebrate on the 28th. And you and so. Linda Oliver, she, she's a day behind behind you. No, we share the same birthday. Same but, birthday. But Linda's four. She's a baby. I'm oh, I know. But y'all the yeah. same day. Same that's, day. That's right. We're the same day. Right. Oh, yeah. I can tell her what to do. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm older. But I but I, I just, I, as as sad as it may look and sound, things that, that we may have encountered when we would drive when we way back when we would go upstate in these beat up trucks and buses and how people would treat us when we pull in and get gas and all of that, you would think it was horrible. It didn't make me bitter. It made me better. And I wanted to to show that 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 with God all things are possible. Well that that experience, Sandy, and I always admire you because you came from very humble beginnings yet you knew what work was. Yes. You know, you know, family, you know, those, you know, those values, everything is what makes you today. And I, I really appreciate that. And it has had an impact on me. And I really mean that. So thinking ahead and kind of wrapping up today, but you know, years from now, what do you want people to remember about Sandy Gillard? That's a loaded question, but what do you want people to remember about that? I love summing up that I loved people. I love my God and I'm humble. I got a pillow on my bed. Uh, uh, my cousin, Pat Mitchell, gave it to me last year for my birthday. And it simply says, faith, family, and football. <laughs> In that order. In that order. God, family, and football. If you're wondering, I'm a Florida State fan. I am a fan of anybody from the state of Florida. If you want to want to get my, my dander up, talk about any team from Florida. When I go up north, I brag about every team in the state of Florida. I'm a Floridian. Well, football football's king here in Florida. Yeah, now. probably yeah. because of that good weather and they can practice yeah, in the spring yes, and all that. Yes, but, sir. Well, Sandy, I just can't thank you enough for taking time to be here. I want to thank you. You truly thank are you a friend and a colleague, and I'm forever grateful for what you've done for our district and our kids. So God bless you. you. Thank you. Thank bless you. you.